Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe by each individual minute, uh, currently on Dawn of Justice. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Harper, and you can find me on uh, thethingminute.com for the Thing Minute podcast. Perfect. Solid. <laughs> Today... Uh, today we are talking about minute number 12 of Dawn of Justice. Uh, this minute's going to start out with uh, the island scientist. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that like depressing? Yeah. It's like not even interesting. It's like I hate it. I even hate it writing it down. At least uh, give him like a fake name. Like, uh, I don't know. John Gordon. John, yeah. <laughs> John Borgen. Something. I don't know. Uh, it, it starts out with the island scientist noticing the diving boys walking up the beach. And uh, the minute's going to end with uh, Lois Lane being introduced to a very familiar character that we know. Yeah, who's this character? Uh, we'll get there, we'll get there. Oh, you, okay. We'll save it. This is one <laughs> of the most, like, we can, if we can try to be suspenseful, I'm going to yeah. try to milk that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because, Harper, you have one of the most controversial um, leaks, I know. I think. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, it's a blast. <laughs> There's certainly stuff so, to talk uh, about there. <laughs> Yeah. I wrote down island scientists. We're just gonna we're gonna call him John Gordon from John, John Gordon. Gordon? Uh, Gordon? You're saying yeah, Gordon? Gordon. G O R D O N. Sure. Or, or Gorbin. Gorbin. Gorbin would be Gorbin. better. John Gordon. <laughs> that sounds a little bit like Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Just call him Josh Groban. We can yeah, call him we'll Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Josh Groban. Uh, the Grobes. <laughs> he um. The way he, like, stares at this object, like, it catches his attention, and then he, like, weaves through a crowd of people. It's like a guy, it's like a guy seeing the, like, the woman of his, like, dreams, like, like, a prom dance or something. It is like that. these kids just had, like, a a bag full of crabs? Like, what, like, come on, like, how did he, how does he know exactly what he was hoping they were crabs? Oh, soft shell crab. He really loves crab. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he totally oh, does. Man. The way he pushes them away, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, he's like literally pushing through the crowd and is like transfixed. And yeah, there's no way for him to know at all what this is. Like it's just a like burlap bag. <laughs> yeah, there must have been something that you know. We're obviously just making fun of it, but I feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. if I could try to give meaning behind it, so he's like a scientist that works for LexCorp. Mm-hmm. They realize that this stuff happens. They probably have some footage of Superman around the world engine, and he's weakened by it. So he's probably like put two to two, 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 two and two. Gosh, I can't even talk. Putting three, and three together. Putting one times one uh, carries six. Put them all together, you get a cake. Um, the cake is that uh, things around the world engine weaken Kryptonians. So is- I feel like Lex was like, "Yo, go find whatever that was," and he's probably been there for a year and a half searching 18 months yeah yeah, like now he's probably finding like something like oh maybe everybody was just bringing like little tiny rocks and seashells he's like (laughs) for a year and a half he's like come on guys and then finally these kids have a big thing he's like oh that's a big seashell yeah surprise (laughs) big rock he works for like it has go ahead Go for it. I was just gonna say maybe he works at one of those like uh like beach bum places that just like sells seashell necklaces and he's like mm-hmm. this is this is his um his nest egg that they're dragging in. <laughs> yeah. It's I was gonna say it's like when you see a kid with like a full pillowcase of candy compared to your <laughs> like I only got like not even a third and like and you're What neighborhoods were you going into, man? Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> uh, 
anyways. Your costumes weren't that good? No, they were <laughs> pretty bad. Um, <laughs> Do people actually give kids less candy if, like, their costumes are that bad? Do those people exist in the world? <laughs> Johnny's shaking her head. <laughs> I remember, uh, no, I can't segue that bad. No, I'm not, not going there. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I was thinking, like, maybe they didn't expect to find that. Because, like, um... As we'll get later on. That like, as in the size like of it? the size of okay. it. Like they, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel yeah. like everybody was just bringing them like little tiny rocks like, uh, and they were using it to Luther test. Luther was probably and... like, oh, we'll find like little arrowheads. Of yeah, like... yeah. But no, that's like finding a full velociraptor in like amber or something, you know, like, that's, oh, you know. Like, that's big. Yeah, and then you're like, oh my God, it has feathers in it too. Like, it's like one of those <laughs> things. It's like, wow, I can't believe that we even dreamed of that. Like, they probably didn't even think that their plan to, you know, this whole Superman plan that yeah. Lex Luthor has probably didn't think it was going to happen sometime this year because they didn't think they were going to find that you know that was yeah like, this it, I think finding this obviously like, it is the turning point this yeah. this finding this rock uh specifically this rock specifically this one but like defa- what, do, what do I say sets the pay no not sets the it pace. like quickens sets it. in motion yeah yeah all it, the events that are happening it puts it like it's I mean that's like go that's green, green light boom there you go green light green Green means go. Green means go. Write that um, down. Yeah, and I wrote this down. I don't know why, but um, if it felt like uh, like it mirrored man discovering fire. Oh, totally. Bit. The way he gets on his knees, cracks it open, and just like is in awe of what he just found. It's like you've discovered a tool, a weapon. What was you've is there, discovered kryptonite? What's this? What is the story? Is there a story of man discovering something able to? Uh, wound or kill gods is that a thing johnny no i mean man finding a weapon or something like that able to destroy gods is that just kind of like fire i mean i guess like the yeah the prometheus thing is probably the closest yeah Yeah, Yeah, there's definitely like a religious kind of feel to that that's this scene for sure hey i mean there's so much religion aspects and yes (laughs) all things superman so absolutely i'm about it i'm not saying it's anything bad i i didn't i never uh, and this is just a rock, right? Like, is it a rock created by the world engine? Yeah, or? I think it was. Um, it was, you know, the the, <laughs> the terraforming. What's that, you ask? No. No. Um, <laughs> it's. Uh, I think it's the product of terraforming. You know, like, uh, there's got to be something in the world engine that's, like, picking up these rocks that it's, you know, putting and then, down. And then the pressure that it and drops And the pressure would, like, diamonds kind of created into... Because, I mean, they're making Earth more like Krypton, so in turn, yeah. wouldn't that mean the the whole Earth itself, ground, whatever you want to call it, Around crust, it. <laughs> yeah. mantle? That's a good point. want to keep going? Like, all of that would turn into the substance that could be formed to get kryptonite. Yeah. Which so is, that, you know, is in that, post-crisis, that it's an like, element. Because um, so. he kind of breaks off part of it so easily yeah. but it's like it, it's it like the shell like, it's like um, an outer shell it's a uh, like baked clay or something but baked cl- yeah it's a yeah i don't know i mean i don't know i don't know much about like diamond excavating but is that like how people find diamonds they like get big pieces of carbon and like break through it until they find parts of i don't know i haven't ins- i don't know I don't... blood diamond we can watch that again i like that movie i've only <laughs> yeah, seen it like twice minute by minute i don't know if i could do that <laughs> no, no 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 that'd be no, very no, depressing <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll do Last King of Scotland after that. I've never seen that. Yeah, no, we're not doing either of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to um, totally out myself as a fan of a really, really dumb movie when I say that 
before he cracks open the rock, it looks exactly like the um, the giant uh, the the meteor from Joe Dirt that turns out to be uh, oh, poop, poop from an airplane. Oh my god! <laughs> you are all right. So you don't have to out. You are amongst at least one friend. Joe <laughs> Dirt is one of my like top comedic movies. Oh man! You have no idea how often I quote Joe Dirt. Uh, yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> it's oh man, man oh man. I am so glad I found you, Harper. <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but I saw that. I was like, man, he's going to be like eating French fries off of it. And <laughs> he's going to find a space peanut any minute now. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh, very true. <laughs> so uh, is there, what are those big, uh, you know, you see them in the mall stores, the big purple crystal rock. And like an them. amethyst. Is that or, what they're called? Yeah, or Am- yeah. All those stuff. Are those like, do the, is the outer shell of that like really hard to break open? Or does it just pop open like these things? Does I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't is there know. any sort of rock gem that, like, breaks open this easily? Yeah, I don't know. It seems seems yeah. really easy and clean the way it sort of, like, sh- it's like he's opening a peanut yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, that's why I was wondering, like, was it, was it, like... Uh, was it a thin layer of chocolate around the kryptonite? <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, like, like, the, he was breaking off excess rock around it excess world engine we had to get a geologist in here so i told you, you this last movie you explain <laughs> layering of uh i took one class a long time ago you took a geology class you have to when you, you don't have to oh i did so <laughs> it, it obviously did not pay off <laughs> no it didn't yeah great the the most fascinating part was learning about the two different types of volcanoes that's that's my favorite part but anyways um yeah so do you want to talk about crypto oh you know actually some... we have a we have a a mineral it's like a space mineral it's called moldavite which yeah. here in real life is like our it's not our kryptonite but like we ref, we like see the similarities in kryptonite is it radioactive no what do you mean it, it like breaks off of meteors and asteroids as it passes earth and it comes down here and yeah, we get it. It's called Moldavite. What does it do? It just looks like kryptonite. Oh, it's green. Yeah, uh, my brother has one. He has a oh, wait, of- hang on. Was that in the Brandon Routh Superman? Uh, when they like had the, the the rock museum, like they had it was like Moldavite, but it was really kryptonite, and they used the the goggles to see the hue coming off. Maybe someone might be able to call back to I that. I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> yeah, dude, Kevin Spacey. How do you Kevin forget Spacey. Kevin Spacey movies? <laughs> Come on, um, Kevin Spacey in general. That's true. I got I got uh, kryptonite stuff. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, this is it. technically the first time we. Yeah. It is the first time, not even technically. Um, so uh, first off, I want to say that I remember before this movie uh, came out, before there was trailers, before there was anything, that now I'm like I, I swear that I remember hearing this as Zack Snyder came out and said that there is going to be no such thing as kryptonite in this universe. I remember that. Hmm, I remember and then that. this came out. And then I remember seeing, like, oh, there's kryptonite. And I remember feeling just like, like, what? Why? It made yeah. sense that was no kryptonite. Kryptonite's one of the easiest, like, weaknesses you can do to this most realistic superhero that we're When getting. there's other things that could hurt Superman. Yeah. Why, why just fall give back up on kryptonite? kryptonite? I don't know. It seems like... Yeah. But, like, it's almost... The more I, I fought with myself, you know, back and forth with this and whole... Kryptonite is definitely a necessity. Kryptonite is... we described it as fire because it really kind of is especially is like, for humans uh, is it like saying that you'd have uh bruce's parents killed a different way is that kind of like one of those things like what do you mean like having kryptonite for superman is like having bruce's parents killed in a different fashion killed crime alley style by joe chill like 
those hmm. things don't they change. go together i don't know wow that's kind of mixing origin versus like something that the character comes in contact with that uh, i would say how about hmm. if batman shoots people but then i mean this film then there's characters <laughs> that have that yeah can you even imagine uh, if then, that happened i don't know <laughs> yeah right yeah but but then like on the other turn of that like ultraman snorts uh kryptonite like he uses that as power so like that's yeah. like a version of superman that he does uses kryptonite different. different yeah using it a different way so y- you kind of can't get rid of kryptonite in the superman lore i'm not saying that it's necessarily like an easy tool if there's a fine line of kryptonite being uh, a washed out overused plot device uh, it's versus a, it being a factor it's just, necessary um, for superman to you know, it's move forward in his laziness. You yeah, know, there's you, there's a fine it, line between laziness and cleverness. Yeah, cleverness, clever. Is cleverness a word? Cleveridity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but there are there are alternatives. You don't have to go kryptonite. I mean, there's other. What is the other one? I mean, we saw terraforming in the last film. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing. There was a. Uh, um, radiation you can even do like red sun radiation well see that's the other one yeah i mean injustice but then it's kind of like well if there's red sun radiation why isn't there kryptonite radiation and they go hand in hand yeah yada, yada. uh what are your thoughts harris uh about introducing kryptonite to the dceu i think it's a pretty um i don't know that it's like 100 percent crucial to superman's mythology but it's a pretty um, you know, like there's a lot of really out there stuff in Superman's mythology, like, uh, you know, all the super pets and and some yeah. of the crazier yeah. things. And like, like you know, uh, as much as I'd love it, we're probably not going to get a Mr. Uh, Mixiez Pitlick in, in a movie, in a uh, theater. I, <laughs> movie everybody that's soon. listening needs to applause right now because you just pronounced the name. Like yeah. that's stop the presses. <laughs> you know, yeah. I never pronounced that name. Me neither. I've never said I've, out loud. I've never been able to pronounce that name. Uh, when I was a you kid, I was just called a Mixie Pixel. But I, yeah. I had to. I can't remember why. I think I might have written an article or something about it a long time ago, and I had to learn how to spell it, and so it's been burned into my brain. <laughs> I just took the easy route, Mister Mix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, that guy. That's probably like an interview <laughs> question to work at. <laughs> yeah, really. To be an editor, no, you like, have to know how to spell and probably. pronounce it, <laughs> and then spell probably. it backwards, probably. Um, yeah, it's very true. But yeah, but uh, there's a lot of like, especially Silver Age kind of stuff. There's a lot of like really out there kind of Superman mythology. And I, I kind of love a lot of that stuff. But um, Kryptonite, I feel, is like kind of on the edge of that, but falls falls on the side of like, you know, main, the, the main group. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's a pretty crucial part. And I think for a movie about a man trying to take down Superman, it's probably pretty essential. Like, you know, there's not really another way that that's going to, that's going to work. <laughs> yeah, and it's also the use of the kryptonite. It's not like you're just like making a giant kryptonite rocket and you're going to fire it at him from your, you know, nice apartment uh, apartment office building. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, it, it kind of plays one. in a factor. It's like kryptonite is a just one piece on the chessboard. Right, there's it's a limited not, amount of yeah, it. There's it's not exactly. like a sun a red sun shows up or you know, there's or, or somehow Batman learns how to use magic or something like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So before we move on to the next scene, but like so this finding this limited amount of kryptonite, is this because this was given to us by the Kryptonians, is this the gods giving man the thunderbolt to fight the gods? Is this like the Prometheus thing going on? Yes. Yeah, I don't think that's a stretch to say that. Don't think it's a stretch or do. No, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, 
It's it's. They created it. You write a little. You write a paragraph explaining it, and then I'll be more inclined to to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so first off, let's just get this out of the way because I do these things. Kryptonite um, was originally red. I don't know if you knew this. Newsflash. Hmm. What if you're colorblind? Um, then I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't then know. Then it's gray. Superman would sure. be in big trouble. Yeah. Right. Um, the first appearance of it. Um, this is all from from Wikipedia, so feel free to fact check look it up. You. Yeah, the first appearance of it was on the radio shows that they used to do, and hmm. um, what was the the episode was what the meteor from Krypton, and uh, it was just like a mineral. They called it kryptonite. Yada yada plot device. Um, they didn't decide to adapt it into comics until uh, Action Comics number one sixty one. No, that's wrong. Before that was Superman number sixty one. And then um, it went into action comics. And that's when they changed it green. Mm. Boom. That's what it is. They changed it green in the action comics. And then it was red in 61. So hmm. I don't know. If people were, you know, banging their hands on the table, why didn't he give me the introduction to Kryptonite? I just did. There you go. Have fun. <laughs> I wonder if that was like a color, like like a budget thing. Like, oh, just make it green because, you know, it costs less money or something. I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe. Wait, like red. in... Oh, because it's cape's red. Too much red ink. Maybe. I don't... Pop, yeah. It could be could, one of those things. It could be one of those things. Well, that's red funny, too, that it was yeah. a co- that they established the color in the radio show where you couldn't see it. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you had to be as... I guess they're like, it's a glowing red meteor. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I don't know. And I then mean, it started. And people then, who do things in just audio format—it's such a, such a crazy thing to do, right? I mean, gotta be oh, very descriptive. We're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just caught on to that. All right. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. Oh, what the? How to toner again? Oh, Lois Lane is gonna kill me. Hey, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? Of course. Everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet. The only problem is we're completely out. I just checked. Completely out? But I gotta get these articles printed and on Perry's desk by Monday the latest. Well, you could go to amazon.toolmedia.com and buy the toner from there. They definitely get here before Monday. Amazo who? Amazon.toolmedia.com. You can find almost anything on there and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet. And a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called DC Cinematic Minute. Well, that's awesome. I'm all about helping others, as you know. <laughs> all right, so Amazon.2OldMedia.com. Well, I better get to it before Superman stirs up another headline. Uh, <laughs> so we get a hard cut to two bottles of Coke being opened. So we are now in a new scene, question mark, because you really don't know until it... You hear the harsh wind sounds in the background. Starts to zoom out a bit, and uh, yeah, now we're somewhere else now. So we've we've uh, this is our fourth location within twelve minutes. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, I guess I guess a little bit unsettling that you had to. Is jump. it better than having a whole twenty minutes in 20 one minutes area of, of, like we did in the yeah, last I'm film? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, is it better than having the twenty minutes of Krypton? Well, see, that was the thing is like you we um, we got these two minutes of this kryptonite thing. Yeah. With no real no dialogue, no dialogue at all. Not at all. Explaining what's going on, who that guy yeah. is. I guess it doesn't matter now because his name's Island Scientist. But it's like <laughs> like 
it was just one of those things. It was like, uh, where are we? And then it's like, wait, where were we? And why are we here now? So, yeah. uh, you know, where we are is Nairobi now, not Nairobi. <laughs> Nairobi. Nairobi. Not Nairobi. You. <laughs> Nairobi. That should have been the joke. There you go. Um, <laughs> it is a fictional place created just for this story, and um, based in New Mexico, they found a training ground and they souped it all up and whatnot so it looks like a african stronghold question mark sure (laughs) so that's uh so this is based out in in new mexico so where is where is nairomi supposed to be based out of it's in africa it's in africa yeah is that something that's been in the comics like um what's uh uh um black adam's country uh yeah uh kondok yeah Mm. was it i don't know i didn't look into it right yeah, that's Egyptian, but I don't know. It's I don't Africa, but like different parts. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Like and that. totally different, like Nairobi to Nairobi, because Nairobi is like the capital city of like Kenya, right? So yeah. It's like a it's like a metrop- metropolitan area. It's like a big city. Why didn't you say it? Metropolis. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like Africa's metropolis. There you go. Um, I like that they just changed but, uh, one letter from Nairobi. <laughs> kind Somebody. of misleading, but I don't know if it's believable. I, I feel like it's just like a. Like, oh, you're supposed to think, like, quick read, like, oh, yeah, they're in Nairobi. Oh, yeah, they're just in Africa. Like, I don't know. It's They were yeah. like, oh, we'll call it Nairobi. And they're like, hey, uh, Nairobi doesn't look anything like this. <laughs> it's actually a really well-built city. And they're like, yeah. oh, just change the letter. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so that was that story. Did you uh, look in, if, is Nairobi a, a, has it been used in comics before? I feel like I should well, see, there that, was that Yeah, I mean, there was Superman for tomorrow, which I feel like we're going to bring up some yeah. more this week yeah. because of uh, Amajog or whatever. Yeah. We'll meet him later. But um, yeah, so we'll have to look up where that takes place in because they're in Superman for tomorrow. There's a, yeah, there's an excerpt or chapter where Superman goes to talk to a, some, He's a dictator. Yeah. Some guy leading yeah. a insurgency or something, yes. some sort of regime. Um, and it takes place in an, in an African area. Um, but as of right now, in this minute, we don't get much except the introduction of Jimmy Olsen, and um, who's handed a, a coke, a bottle of coke, um, before he's told some very cryptic words that I feel like were just kind of like said, and then just kind of like, <laughs> oh, never mind what I just said. But I'll read it out for the listeners, and it says, um, the guy who's with him, which I assume is his driver. I don't know if he's. Uh, spoiler, I don't know if he's part of the CIA as well. Oh. Question mm-hmm. mark. Um, but all this wind is bad luck. Blood in the sky. Which I'm pretty sure just is alluding to that something bad is about to happen in this yeah. It's moment, just like but... classic like comic book foreshadowing. And then he's just like, oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, yeah. No it's a weird moment. All. It's a really weird moment. I, I kept thinking, I was trying to figure out watching this, I was like, is... I was trying to remember if there was something that that might that the whole like blood in the sky thing might actually relate to anything in the rest of the movie, and I was like, mm, no, not really. <laughs> it's kind of a weird like throwaway, yeah, foreboding line, like you said. Yeah. Hmm. But I like the ADR. It's just classic. Just like, oh, there she is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was too quick, in my opinion. Just Good crisp audio. Like the blood in the sky <laughs> bit should have. Should have just a little resonated a bit because it's a good line. I mean, I I enjoy that line of dialogue, but I just the oh there she is kind of just like 
kind of really just puts a dent in it. So, yeah. but um, yeah. So, and then I realized that there's a continuity error mm. uh, with Jimmy Olsen here as he takes a sip of his Coke bottle because mm-hmm. he's looking at Lois Lane's car pull in. Spoiler alert, it's Lois Lane. Um, <laughs> and uh, as he goes to walk towards her, his hands are on, like on his camera. Yeah. And he doesn't have the Coke bottle anymore. So, a little continuity error there. He but didn't put it on like the car or the ground or anything. Oh, but, man. Yeah. But now that's, we're that's a major to... plot point. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that Coke bottle, it's going to come back to, to haunt us. That's going to be, you know, the critical response to this movie. That's what everybody was complaining about. So obviously in the, uh, in the next Superman movie, that's going to come into play in a big way. I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if he had the Coke bottle and he gave it to Amajog, then it would have ended the whole crisis and we've had a good time after. Yeah. I mean, if Coke commercials have taught us anything, <laughs> Sure, Pepsi, but you know, <laughs> yeah, there. Um, so we're introduced to the Jimmy Olsen, the Jimmy Olsen, the not, illustrious, not Jenny Olsen, not Jenny Jurwich, Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy James Olsen. Because if Jimmy was actually gender bent to be a female, that would have just been panicked, you know? Yeah, nobody likes that stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I got some Jimmy Olsen stuff. Yeah, you want to go through it? Yeah, so Jimmy Olsen. Do you guys know who Jimmy Olsen is? I love Jimmy Olsen. Uh, oh, yeah. do you really? I do. That's oh. good. Good to hear. I've I've never been the biggest fan of Jimmy Olsen. Just never cared for him. Don't I mean just I never thought to uh I don't know. Superman, I never really cared about um him being hmm. I don't know. Like the Jimmy Olsen Superman friendship was always just lost on me. I never really like related to it. I'm sure like a lot of kids were like, "Oh yeah, that's like me. What I would be like if I was friends with Superman." It's like, yeah, I'm sure you you did. That's great. That's awesome. I never cared. Never cared to think about it like that. I was like <laughs> thinking about me as a bystander. Anyway, this Jimmy Olsen, my favorite man. You have no idea how I'm excited I am about this. Like what they what they did, how he looks, how he talks, how he acts, the actor that they got to play with him, everything about this character of Jimmy Olsen. I'm standing up for and applauding. And that's like, you can hate me if you want. Don't care. This is, <laughs> this right here is my Jimmy Olsen. I will always remember this Jimmy Olsen. Interesting. So, Very interesting. The first time Jimmy Olsen did appear was in Action Comics. Uh, I think it was number six. Yeah, number six. Um, that was the first time he actually appeared as like a physical character. He was like just a anonymous newsboy or office boy, whatever he was, working for the Daily Planet. And then in... Jump to uh, Superman number 13, not Action Comics. Superman is when they named him uh, Jimmy Olsen. Um, and the rest is history. But he was also in the radio <laughs> show. See, like, he was also introduced as a radio in the radio show. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah, so. He's in like, the Supergirl they pulled show. A lot of, I like Jimmy Olsen in that one. Do you? I don't. Supergirl. I, don't, I, I didn't get to. I heard he's a superhero, part. too, now, and I'm kind of like, mm. what? But, you know. Earth 2 rendition of Jimmy Olsen, he becomes a superhero. Yeah, see, I'm so. not about that. I just, you know, good character in season uh, one. What Stick with this in, Earth. Well, yeah. He was Mr. Action, I think, uh, uh, in, gosh, what was that, early 2000s? No, mid-2000s. Man, who wrote that? I can't remember. Anyway. What a lazy superhero name. Mr. Harper, Action. You like I do. I um. There was a time when I had a lot more money to spend on old comic books. <laughs> I, w- I yeah. wish I did now, but for a while I was um I was collecting a lot of um, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen and Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane uh, because those mm-hmm. comics are super insane and bizarre. Um, and they're they're some of my all time favorite comic covers of like 
I was looking at, at some of them today and there was a great one where uh, Superman is crying and he's like, Jimmy, how can you watch this heartbreaking movie and, and laugh or whatever? And Jimmy Olsen is, he's got a, um, he's got like a, an eyedropper and he's collecting Superman's tears. And he's <laughs> like, he's like, just keep crying. We need your tears. <laughs> Those, That's uh, hilarious. Yeah. The Jimmy Olsen and, and, um, and Lois Lane comics in the, in the sixties are, it, totally insane. If if listeners are not familiar, um, I encourage you to look up. There's lots of, of great articles online where they like count down the most insane uh, ish, uh, covers and stuff of those because they're just super crazy. And um, I have a couple of, of good ones. And my, my favorite, I think, is one where, uh, according to the cover, Jimmy Olsen is transported back to ancient Greece and starts a Beatlemania phase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the Beatles? Yes, like, like John the Lennon? Beatles. <laughs> Uh, it's just it was the 60s, man. Yeah, it's just like totally irreverent and like has nothing. And they never have anything to do with saving the world. It's always like Jimmy Olsen <laughs> just getting into some bizarre adventure that is makes no sense. It's like quintessentially Silver Age. So I, I love that kind of stuff. So I, I have been a fan of uh, of Jimmy Olsen for a while. I just want to know what like the pitch was like for that. You guys, get this. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen, right? You don't need that character, right? I can do whatever I want. All right, get this. Let's just put him in wacky <laughs> things. <laughs> well, so, the, the, oh, sorry. Um, the other thing I, I, I didn't think about, but that uh, the, I think the way I got into Jimmy Olsen was actually because uh, when Jack Kirby came over to DC from Marvel, that was the book he chose. He, he asked them to be put on their lowest selling book, which at the time was uh, was Jimmy Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen. And through mm-hmm. that, like, very meager, strange beginnings, that's where uh, Jack Kirby created The Fourth World, which is one of my favorite DC things of all time. So that, I, I think that's where it started, actually. Damn, cool. No, that's awesome. Um, Michael Cassidy plays Jimmy Olsen yeah. in this film. He's in the film Argo. He's also He also plays James in The Magician, The Magicians, plural. And he's also Jonathan Walsh in People of Earth, which is like his big thing right now is People mm. of Earth. Never seen it. I think I've heard good things about it. Is that like a I've TV seen show? The Magicians. That's a good show. I haven't seen either of those, actually. Like the, once you get past the third episode, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, I haven't <laughs> seen them. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, we're introduced to Lois Lane, but we'll get more of her in tomorrow's minutes. I mm-hmm. figure I'd save that. Yeah. Um, but you do get a little bit of the start of Jamie Olsen's iconic humor kind of in this minute. Yeah. It's, I don't know the tone of his voice when he like sets, you know, he, he calls out to Lois Lane, doesn't he? Yeah. This one? Yeah. It's lame. It's, I don't know why. It's just one of my favorite audio bits of this whole movie. I think there's he's like, like some Michael Cassidy. Probably. Maybe there's like some, there's, there's certain things about this movie that I just love the way that the line is delivered and just the audio of it. It just, you know, it resonates just perfectly with me it's like he's he's shouting over the wind but you know he's mic'd so it's not like he doesn't need to shout but like he still has that lower tone where it still sounds like he's shouting but with purpose i guess i don't know mm-hmm. it's just i don't know i i, I think I you're a crush fan on of sound mixing i'm a fan of fans i'm a fan of being fans <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> um his his humor to me sounds kind of like a facade, but you know we'll get to that because we have the whole I, week to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I was gonna. His, I got some. His humor is it piques my interest. Yeah. Uh, so where's Huron? He's trouble at the border. We'll just save it at that. And uh, you want to save it at that? Yeah. Okay. We'll get back in it tomorrow. Do you guys have anything else for today? Nah. 
Mm-mm. No, I have lots of questions about Huron, but I'll save it for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, join the club. <laughs> all righty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. You can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute. You can find all the rest of our shows at TooOldMedia.com. You can leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out on the show, and we love reading those out over there. And if you want to join us, some of our past guests, and some of the rest of our listeners, you can find us at DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society on Facebook. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.